it's a big show and tell Sunday too. I brought some things from home because I've been thinking since the Roots class and um, I've been thinking about membership and what it means to join a church. And you know the very familiar demonstration of what it means. You know, one stick can break. Ah, but a bundle. And my neighbors appreciate I picked up their sticks. (laughs) But we, we cannot accomplish all we need to do without working together. But when I think about this church, this metaphor works for me up to a point. Yes, it it communicates the togetherness, but what it lacks, or what I see in it, is a a rigidity, a um, staying in place. It implies strength. So, you know, I puzzled. What what else what else would speak to what it means to be hope? Hope church, unitarian. And I thought, well, it's more like a rope. And we are these individual strands. It's strong. But Unlike the stick bundle, if you follow one of these strands, sometimes it's on the outside, and sometimes it's in the middle, kind of being held in place by others. It's flexible. So we practice holding each other when needed, and we practice stepping out in leadership when we need that. So while we celebrate membership, I also want to acknowledge and respect and insist that we respect those who don't want to join. You know, we don't want to push anyone into joining. We work by attraction. Historically, And still today, we aren't missionaries seeking converts. We evolved away from the Puritan rigidity that was more like the stick bundle. And since we honor different conclusions that people come to, we also honor the wounds and the hurt that may come from bad experiences with other churches or other institutions. Like a stick being forced down your throat. Rigid ter- church teachings can be a deep source of trauma and a valid barrier to joining here. Even a painful divorce can make anyone question whether promising to another human being, much less a complex, complicated complicated collection of human beings can make you wonder whether you want to make any kind of commitment to another human being. 
and we respect this pain. That's part of the deal of being church. And those of you who don't want to join, and as well as those of you who are members, your critiques of church, of what makes it hard to join or what makes it hard to stay, are really important. They keep us from unloving behaviors and the pitfalls of unhealthy human relationships. So when people tell me they only attend sporadically for a whole host of reasons, that siren call of the newspaper and extra coffee, that we have a tea time at 10, or just downtime in busy lives. I often wonder if unconsciously they harbor the notion that church doesn't really work. The voice inside their head is saying, well, it won't matter if I don't go today. No one will notice I'm gone. And what they're actually saying is, I don't really believe in the accumulative effect of attending week after week. I don't need to be part of a constant strand of people working towards justice and love, compassion, social justice. These are not things I need to work on regularly to nurture or develop in myself. That same I don't need to go to church today, inner voice, maybe admitting to some idealization of church, a dream of an imagined perfect church with an imagined perfect you. This demanding voice expects to always feel good in church, always feeling good at hope, I'll just say it, is impossible. If you are here to learn, question, make mistakes, let others make mistakes, and make sense of loss and suffering, that just all feels painful and hard. Spiritual work is challenging. It can be soothing, relaxing, and nurturing, but when our unskillful habits crop up over and over again, it's easy to think, see, see, nothing has changed in my life. I'm still fill in the blank. I'm still judgmental. I'm still prideful. I'm still envious. I'm still power hungry. I'm still arrogant. I'm still selfish. But you knew there'd be a but. Imagine how overgrown and unnoticed these weeds of self-delusion or sloppy thinking might have been had you not been coming to church regularly. So joining and staying with the church through thick and thin, ups and downs, yours, as well as the church's, is fidelity. A really old-fashioned word you know, you can now look at a graph and see how often a word is used over time. And fidelity is like this. 
It means the quality of being faithful or loyal. Finding and flexing muscles of fidelity is just the antidote to our increasingly distracted lives and fluid relationships. The farmer poet Wendell Berry, he has some very useful observations about fidelity. What fidelity is meant to protect is the possibility of moments when what we have chosen is what we desire and they are the same. Such a convergence obviously cannot be continuous. No relationship can continue very long at its highest emotional pitch. But fidelity prepares us for the return of these moments which give us the highest joy we can know. That of union, communion, atonement in the sense of at-one-ment. If we wanted to emphasize fidelity amongst ourselves and with new members and people walking the door, we could consider what an Orthodox rabbi might do. The rabbi looks to ancient Jewish law and requires anyone who wants to convert to Judaism to knock on the door three times. And the rabbi says no three times. And it's on the fourth. If you come back the fourth time, then you can convert to Judaism. So it drives home the appreciation that belonging to a congregation is serious business, including joy. It is intellectually and emotionally demanding work. So here at Hope, instead of asking any newcomer to knock three times, we welcome all who walk through our doors. Our greeters do a mighty fine job. And what we have is precious. And our threshold is wide open to all who seek. Sharing what we have cannot be kept under wraps. Love and free thinking need to grow and spread. With our hospitality, what we offer everyone who comes to check us out is a bib. We welcome you to sample everything we have to offer. Come see how things agree with you. Come try out our activities. Taste our commitment to working to better ourselves and our community. Come enjoy the view and hike our trails. See if your children find this a safe place to ask big questions and find playmates. Test out examining your deeply held religious beliefs. Drink our coffee eat our cookies, make a new friend. And if you consider hope a place to put down roots, 
to practice fidelity, to broaden your definitions of love. Let me caution you. Let me tell you a host of reasons not to join. I may have some hidden Orthodox rabbi genes in me. I'm borrowing some ideas from longtime minister Tony Larson in Racine, Wisconsin. First, keep your bib and remain a guest if you think you're too good. Because here at Hope, we admit we have imperfections and foibles. They are the compost for growing our souls, our compassion, and our wisdom. Keep your bib on if you thrive in any group that believes in oppressing people. We are intolerant of intolerance. Keep your bib on if you want to believe what you want. Because we insist you sort through your beliefs to grow a caring and humane life. We expect a lot. Keep your bib on if you want the minister to always have the same views you do. We require you to arrive at your own conclusions and healthy values. Keep your bib on if you want to know all the answers. We are still trying to figure out the questions. Keep your bib on if you can't stand name-calling. Our tradition has a long history of being vilified while responding with courage to what we think is right. We have stood up against slavery, have stood for women's rights, LGBTQ rights, struggle for all civil liberties, diversity, and labels get thrown at us when we take these stands. This bib is for people who visit Hope Church only wanting to be fed. They're for those more interested in being served than serving. Bibs are for those who insist that the church exists primarily for them and their needs. When you're ready, you can trade your bib for an apron. This happens when you're ready to take on all the hard spiritual and emotional work. Pick up an apron of membership when you don't mind getting your hands dirty. Democracy can be messy. Speaking your mind clearly without running over others, listening more than you speak, working out compromises and not running away when a vote or decision doesn't go your way. Put on an apron when you're ready to help care for others and to give more than you receive. Put on an apron when you're willing to support Hope Church by making serious, regular donations of your money to keep us thriving and to make sure we are thriving in the future. Put on a an apron when you're ready to commit to learning, feeling, and changing, if necessary. Put on an apron when you have a hunger to help others grow. 
put on an apron when you see how a group can make a bigger difference in the world than you alone. Put on an apron when you want to become more human. Put on an apron when you believe being part of a church actually works to be transformative. Would all of you who are members rise as you are able? You who have signed the membership book. When fidelity makes sense, when you are prepared to join those standing, when you are certain being in covenant together will always bring moments with the highest joys of union, communion, and atonement. We welcome you to tie on the apron of membership. May it be so.